Welcome to our podcast. Our very first podcast. Our very first episode ever. <laughs> I'm your host, Danny, And I'm Katie. And today we're going to talk about all things strange. And always, we're going to talk about all things strange. Yes, every, every time, not just today. <laughs> Hopefully every two weeks. Yes, so we're going to try to do this every two weeks, but uh, we'll see how it goes. So if you like us, if you could subscribe and leave us a review, that would be wonderful. A nice review? Yes, a nice review because we're very sensitive and we can't <laughs> handle negative feedback. Very sensitive, strange girls. Oh, yes. So please be nice to us, please. Thank you. So um, I think how we're going to format this is um, today, at least today, we're going to um, each tell each other a different story. Yes. So yes, today's going to be a multi a multi episode. A multi story day. Yes. So you guys are in for a treat. Yep. Today we're going to talk about the Oakville Blobs or the Oakville Incident, or as National Geographic refers to it as Goo Rain. Ooh, Goo Rain. Goo Rain. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. So this uh, incident occurred in uh, on August 7th, 1994, in Oakville, Washington. You know anything about Washington? I know it rains a lot. Yes, it I does. I know it's really depressing. It does rain a lot. I mean, it's a lot um, of flannel. I'm, I, I saw a lot on like at least 150 rain days, days a year. Some some sources were saying more. How many of those days are blobs? <laughs> Six <laughs> incidences over a three week span, actually. So, what year was this again? 90, 1994. Okay. Yeah. So, um, a little bit of background on Oakville. It's a very, very, very small town, less than 700 people. I was seeing around like 675 to 700 ranges, a lot of different different stuff on the internet about the population at that time in 1994. Um, but like I said, around 150 rain days a year or more with an average rainfall of almost 40 inches a month through October to April. That's damn. a lot of damn rain. That's a lot of rain. I hate rain. I'm not, I'm not a big fan. I mean, it's very therapeutic and beautiful when we need it, you know, but I just don't like being wet and having to wear like, you know, rain, rain boots and galoshes. not, yeah, <laughs> galoshes and not being able to walk through parking lots without, you know, huge puddles. But, um, so yeah, with their driest months being between July and August. Um, so this story takes place, like I said, August 7th of 1994, some big dark rain clouds came over Oakville and rained down a clear, gelatinous, gooey substance that caused illness in all the people and animals that came in contact with it. Really, it was like several people 
but dozens of animals actually died. Um, so oh, so several people so ill. Sad. Yeah, lots of animals died. Lots of smaller animals. Yeah, the I, larger animals were like just really sick, like cows and horses and shit. Yeah, I re- think I remember this from Unsolved Mysteries. Wasn't it yes. like squirrels and cats and stuff? Yes, something um, like that. Little yeah, there was cats, squirrels. Um, Squirrel. Was there birds? I think it was all small ones, yeah. So, um, like I said, it rained six times, this gooey substance, over the course of three weeks. Uh, people in the town described the illness as, like, flu symptoms and lasted from seven weeks to 12 weeks. That's a crazy long time to yeah, have the flu. Yeah. That's some crazy stuff right there. One lady was super sick, wasn't she? Wasn't there someone in the hospital? Yeah, she's, like, the main character in the story do you know much about this i know you said you watched unsolved Um, mysteries i do remember this because i've always kind of been fascinated by it yes Um, yes it's i haven't looked into it since i knew we were doing this but yeah i remember a little bit about it did you know national geographic also did an episode on it Oh no, pretty interesting yep um okay so the inflicted people suffered from severe dizziness and nausea and even trouble breathing Uh, one of the first witnesses was a police officer named David Lacey. He was on patrol at 3 a.m. and his windshield started to collect this jelly substance that could not be cleared with his wipers. He had to pull over. And so gross. he claims he put on a latex glove for protection, but I mean, come on. Like, no, are you really not. pulling out a latex glove to clean off that windshield at 3 a.m.? I don't know. Um, but take crime scene samples He says too. he did. Yeah, I mean, he says he, he did put on that glove. So, um, he said that he compared it to Jello, and he stated that we turned quote I'm sorry quote we turned on we turned on our windshield wipers, and it just started smearing to the point where we could almost not see end quote. Mm. Officer Lacey described being quote violently sick end quote and having trouble breathing. Witness Dottie Hearn went outside in the early hours of the morning on August 7th, 1994, to find what she thought looked like hail laying all over the top of like what's described as like a wooden box or a wooden shed in her yard, I don't know, um, and all around the yard. And um, her daughter, Sunny Barcliffe, actually came home to find her mom like laying out unresponsive on the floor after she touched the goo rain. So that's the oh, lady wow. that you're thinking about because yeah, yeah. she... She ended up, her mother quotes, I mean, her daughter quotes, she was cold, drenched with perspiration. My mom had been vomiting. She had extreme vertigo. She complained that she had difficulty with her vision. Her vision was blurring, end quote. So, I mean. I'm Does a- she have glasses on? Maybe that's why. Maybe the goo was like all over <laughs> her, her glasses eyes. and she couldn't see. <laughs> it's very possible. I have that goo problem sometimes. <laughs> I really do. I'll blink a bunch of times thinking like my eyes are blurry. I'm like, oh, shoot, probably should just clean my glasses. <laughs> Get that goo off your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so her daughter called the ambulance, you know, she went to the hospital. They I guess they diagnosed her with Meniere's disease, which is what really is interesting. That? Uh it's like an inner ear type of thing that causes vertigo and dizziness. Um and she did have those symptoms, but you know, she also had other symptoms of infection and she actually spent 4 days in the hospital wow. after that interaction with it. Yeah. Um interestingly too, she she recovered fully from Meniere's disease after the blob stuff stopped and I guess Meniere's isn't really a disease that just ends like that. So yeah. that's really that's kind of uncommon. Um, another witness, Beverly Roberts, stated that she came outside to find her tree branches just dripping of clear jelly. She had never seen anything like it. Like so, so it was a lot. Bizarre. It was a lot that yeah, came down and at like, once. And people have described that these little blobs were just the size of a grain of rice or even smaller. So like 
I mean, it definitely must have accumulated a lot to be to be like oozing and dripping that way. Mm-hmm. I would think. Um, so another witness, Peggy Kolrick, she actually picked up the goo and like squished it in her hands, and she stated that it felt like jelly and it would not melt in her hands. Um, so shortly after all of these residents came into contact with the blobs, they were, people were just falling sick everywhere and complaining of all of them were just complaining of the same things like the severe dizziness, vertigo and severe nausea. Um, Sunny Barcliffe, which is Dottie Hearn's daughter, the lady that was found, um, unresponsive on the floor. Mm -hmm. She's the one that suspected that there was a link between the raining blobs and her mom's illness. Mm -hmm. And so she, very smart woman. She collected a bunch of samples and put mm-hmm. them in her freezer. Now, yes, that's I smart. remember that. Yeah. Yes. And w- didn't their ki- family cat die or something yes, like that? Yeah, yes. Yeah, it I was actually that. they had a kitten that yeah, died that's afterwards. Horrible. Yes. That's so like horrible. severe, like stomach issues. Oh, um, poor cat. So she brought one of those to the hospital, requested that the sample be tested, and the lab tech had found white blood cells. Dun, dun, dun. Like human white blood cells? Apparently, yes. Yeah. I mean, wow. animal, human, yes. I mean, we're all animals, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I guess the sample was next sent off to the hazardous material unit at the Department of Ecology of Washington State, where a microbiologist over there, Mike McDowell, he recalled finding two species of the bacteria in the sample, um, Enter, Enterbacter cloacae mm-hmm. and uh, Pseudomonas, which um, apparently can be linked to like um, giving in issues into like the digestive tract and the urinary tract. So... Um, yeah, he was really alarmed by those findings, obviously, and so he reported it to management, and the next day when he came to work, the samples were just gone, which is, like, where yes. the whole twist comes in. I remember that. Because then it's like, why? Why did they just, why were they gone? And he had been working for 30 years and never, ever misplaced a sample. He, yep. he clearly didn't misplace that sample. Um, and when he asked about it, when he went and back to management and asked about it, they told him to stop asking about it. Mm-hmm. So Typical. Yeah, that's, like... Ding, 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 conspiracy, like mm-hmm. rings in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he uh, that microbiologist states in the Nas- National Geographic episode that you can find on YouTube, I believe, he um, mentions that he believes that it was a matrix, which is which actually can occur naturally, like around like eggs of things and stuff. Really, that substance he's thinking is like a vehicle, which a matrix being a vehicle capable of transporting a virus or bacteria. That's what he thought. That microbiologist. It's pretty interesting. Hmm. So I know matrix means that like it's just a mixture. Yeah, like it's 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 the bonding of it or something is 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 capable of of holding a virus and bacteria. Yeah, you know. Interesting. Yeah. So there was no peanut butter, right? <laughs> so it definitely wasn't like grape jelly. <laughs> nope. Well, it was so clear and like. So there's theories, obviously, on what it is. So was it completely see-through? Or? Well, it was. It was actually completely see-through, yeah. Um, but actually, to, to continue on more with the you know scientific studies of it, a year after Sunny's mother, Dottie, fell, and was, fell ill, she decided to send another sample out of her freezer to AMTES Laboratory for more answers. And that microbiologist, Tim Davis, believes he saw a eukaryotic cell which is, is a complex nucleus containing cell that's present in most living creatures. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he, oh, I know that. in his opinion, <laughs> was meaning that it had been alive, in his opinion, or was alive pretty at one time. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Does bacteria have those cells? I'm not sure. 
but I know you can't have a eukaryotic cell if it's not alive. Right. But if it's bacteria, bacteria is alive, right? Yes. Let's look it up. And I know it grew. Like, I guess he, the first microbiologist that I mentioned, he like let it grow for a few days. And that's when the enterobacter cloacae and the, the pseudonomas grew in it. Animals, plants, and fungi. Mm, right. But so I guess the eukaryotic cell in combination to finding the white blood cells, so, you know, yeah, is probably so. why they made that determination. Now, um, I know you said it happened how many times? Six times? So, yeah, six different incidences, which is like any kind of theory that anybody has on it. It's like, what are the odds it's going to happen six times? You know what I mean? And did it only rain on this town? Or 20 was it- square feet above this town only. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. Oakville, Oakville is a very small town, like I said, and, it, and this literally happened to 20 square feet. I'm sorry, not square feet. Oh, my gosh. 20 square miles. Yes, correction, over this town. And that is so bizarre. Like, how did it not go anywhere else in Washington? That's what what I'm really, like, perplexed by, you know? And is there an airport nearby? I remember one of the theories being waste from an airplane or something, but that was proven to be not. Yeah, because apparently like waste from airplanes, which I didn't even know that like you could eject waste out of airplanes flying. I didn't even know that was like a thing, but apparently waste is is dyed blue for for that reason. Yes. Um and I think it's even referred to as blue ice or something. Like um but so yeah, no, this was completely clear, which is just that to me rules that out right away. Yeah. That one I would say is the least to me I mean, even the jellyfish, um, have you heard that theory? No, no. Now, this to me is just, it's totally bizarre. Um, 50 miles from shore, or I should i should go back. The military was doing naval bombing runs around this time at sea. And the shore is about 50 miles from Oakville. Mm-hmm. So, and there was actually a lot of locals commenting that they did see a lot of unmarked black aircrafts flying lower and slower around that time as well. Um, And with the shore being 50 miles away, the theory is that the military was doing the bombing into the ocean and these jellies blasted up into the atmosphere and came and fell down 20 square miles on Oakville six times in three weeks. I mean, why wouldn't anything else fall? Why wouldn't there be seaweed or fish particles or anything else? If I mean, if you're blowing up a school of jellyfish, chances are you're going to find some chances of, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're going to find some some evidence of something else besides jellyfish. A jellyfish wouldn't make you sick. You don't touch a jellyfish and then get... I mean, unless it was poisonous, right? I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it would have to sting you. I don't think the jellyfish itself just touching right, right, it would like make the you, jelly blob of it. Would yeah, make you have the flu. Right. I don't think this is a very good um, theory, in my opinion. No. Also, there's another theory: um, star jelly. Have you ever heard of star jelly? No, isn't that what they put in boba? <laughs> <laughs> it is. No, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, I don't know. This is like a legend in scientific poetry since at least the 17th century. And I've never heard of this before, but apparently goo falls from the sky during or like after meteor showers or it appears on the ground. It's one of the two. But there has been since 17th century like poems on like goo being found. 
I meant to write one up here. Oh, but you could make one. I'd love to hear your Google. I love goo always forever. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I just started singing a song. Um, I found a couple of things interesting, though, right? Obviously, so those are some theories, like the the jellyfish, the star jelly, and then the whole, like, plane stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But there's also this being, like, a government experiment on a small town, which I think I would go be leaning toward. Yeah, because it's pinpointed. Exactly. If it was something to do with a meteor shower, it would be more spread out. Yeah, exactly. And again, like white blood cells. Right. That would be cool, I guess, but I don't think that's what it is. Right, right. Too pinpointed. I agree with you. Um, So I found that very interesting. I mean, I would lean towards that theory that this was – you know, some testing to see how this would affect either being in on the ground to people or just affecting people for war or whatever their mm-hmm. reasons would be. Mm-hmm. Um, then I also found something really interesting. There is a, there was a patent for a method of modifying weather. And I have the patent number here. It's 6,315,213. I don't know if that's how you like Describe you, a patent number, but you that's can look up patent numbers. Yeah, right? that's Google the patent number. The number. Yeah, yeah. So again, six million three hundred and fifteen thousand two hundred and thirteen. So that's the patent number for this. And the summary of this invention, right? Which I find this to be like mind blowing. The instant application discloses a method of modifying weather by seeding storm clouds with a polymer. The storm clouds are seeded by dispersing a super absorbent polymer into the cloud in sufficient quantities to cause a large absorption of water. The reaction of the water and the polymer creates a gel-like substance that precipitates to the surface, thus causing an internal constriction with the cloud to lessen storm velocities. Now, I'm not saying it's linked. I'm just saying that's crazy that there is like proof that we have something that can modify our weather. I read that they just did that in China the other day. I don't know if that's true. But they created storm clouds and made it rain in China. I, that's yeah, yeah. Like re, like within apparently, the past couple of weeks. like something back in the 1950s. My husband was saying about um some um what what was it? It was um something project cumulus where yes. they did actually yeah. like mess with it to see how much they could like torrentially rain down on on like the enemies or whatever back then again yeah very interesting but um, again, again a white government blood thing cells? I, right why exactly white, white blood cells is just gonna throw you off yeah. no matter what right um yeah i thought that was weird and i mean back to the whole weather modifying i mean i've seen some really weird snow in the past couple of years like mm-hmm. some very bizarre snow i mean it looked like little styrofoam balls one time that it snowed and i was just like this is not normal snow mm. i don't care what you say snowflakes don't look like this mm. you know they're too uniform yeah they were, they're <laughs> supposed to be beautiful and unique and these were just like yeah they were too uniform they were yeah. too identical like little styrofoam balls so Maybe some of the snows we've had weren't really snows, just like maybe some rain in Oakville wasn't really rain. Yeah. Now, is Oakville, was it one of the smaller towns? Because if they were testing it, you said it was totally. only Totally. There was people. other small towns in the area I did research, um, but it was. I just think it was just the, the one that was selected, you know? Um, but yes, it was really small. Yeah, and I don't think it has anything to do with the, the jellyfish because... Right. How many miles away was it? 50. 50 so from the between shore. the shore and Oakville, there were no other blobs. So what did it do? Like fly? Exactly. I mean, it just, it went up into the atmosphere and yeah. hovered 
in yeah. the atmosphere, yeah, like little sense. little jelly blobs. And and you know that was actually the the theory that most people leaned towards. Believe it or not, like the locals, like they hyped up the jellyfish thing, and they even like had bars like creating jellyfish named drinks and stuff what? after it. Yeah, like the locals really liked that theory. It's interesting. Yeah. I guess it's better than believing I know, that somebody poisoned you. I know, you. I know, I was trying to, yeah. Because then you couldn't have a, a drink named after it. For real. All right, well, death, that's my death o- by o- jelly. O- blobs. Yes, death by jelly. <laughs> oh, man. Don't I like cut. that one. That's yeah. one of my favorite ones. I remember that from Unsolved Mysteries because... It's definitely a, a very mysterious thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's so a modern weird. mystery. You gotta love it. Yeah, almost yeah. modern. We're getting old now. I know. It was a modern mystery back then. It, it's, it is still. It still is. We're we're young. All right. So at what do you heart, got for me? Yeah. Um. So I'm going to be telling you today about the Nazca lines. Um, I don't know if it's Nazca or Nazca, so please don't come for me. Um. <laughs> okay. So the Nazca lines are located in the Nazca Desert in Peru. Um, which is about 200 miles south of the Peruvian capital of Lima. Okay. So these lines are geoglyphs. Um, hmm. A geoglyph is a type of land art that can be seen from really far away, or in this case, mostly from the sky. Huh. Um, you can see them from some nearby mountains, but they actually do tours and stuff. That really? You can get in an airplane and Airplanes. fly over it. Yeah. Interesting. Um, some of wow. these designs are figurative, which means they represent something like a monkey, a hummingbird, or a human. Hmm. Um, but other designs are just straight lines across the desert. Um, and some of them go for like 80 miles. That's what I was just going to say. Like, yeah. how big are these lines? They look like runways almost. Because obviously if you have to see them. Now, is it that you have to see them from above to see what the shape is? Like, you could probably see, some, you know, something, but you have to be from above to actually be able to see the full picture just because of how big they are. Yes, but there's so many of them. Uh-huh. So when you when you look from above, it's a whole bunch of lines and then like a whole bunch of the figurative designs. So there's like a bunch of animals, there's a bunch of humanoid things, hmm. um, flowers, and then mixed into that, there's all these these geometric designs and big long lines that just go for miles and they don't know what the reason is. I've never heard of this before. This is a first for me. Is yeah. there, when was this discovered? Okay, like- so some of these lines were made between 400 to 200 BCE. Mm-hmm. Others were made from 200 BCE to 500 CE. So that's 2,000 years ago. Hmm. There are over 800 straight lines, 300 geometric designs, and 70 plant or animal designs. Wow. The plant and animal designs are called biomorphs or zoomorphic designs, which I just thought was a cool word. Mm, zoomorphic. Zoomorphic. I'd be interested to know, like, how these lines are placed. Are they placed as in, like, perfect angles? Like, are they perfect 90-degree angles and, and such, like, the pyramids almost? Like, kind of mind-blowing thing like that? I don't think so because the way that they're created, they're very easily messed up um, because they're just made out of the dirt, um, which I'll explain. But oh. um Okay. Yeah, I didn't read anything about, like, precision okay. or anything like that. Yeah. Um. So how they were made, the top layer of dirt on the desert is covered by iron oxide. So by removing the top layer of rocks, the Nazca people were able to create an image. Wow. Um, is that just, like, the dirt it becomes darker underneath, basically? Lighter. Oh, it's lighter. red on top, and when you oh, scrape it off, it's, I like, see. yellow underneath. Huh. Um. So it's almost a negative image, almost. That's cool. 
The biggest design is 1,200 yards across, which is the size of 10 football fields. Holy. Um, the designs are spread across 200 square miles, but if you laid out all the designs end-to-end, they'd be over 800 miles long. Wow. Yeah. That's These, a lot of space. Yeah. That's a lot of work. That is a lot think of about work. It. And the interesting thing about it is that the designs are so big that you, you to design it, you'd have to see it from above. That's how big they are. So basically aliens designed yes. these. Yes, basically aliens. Wow. Yes. That's so cool. Um, the lines are typically 12 to 15 inches deep, um, but I, I saw varying things about that, um, mm-hmm. how big, how deep they actually are. Yep. Um, the width varies with most being 13 inches wide and others being up to six feet wide. But I could only find that on Wikipedia, so I don't know if that's valid. But right, right. Shapes. One continuous line makes the entire image. So they draw oh, wow. each image with one one One, one continuing line. line. Yes. That is so cool. So it's like a giant Etch-A-Sketch. Yes. Wow. Yes. Um. Some of the shapes are, uh, there's a whale, a flower, a monkey, a hummingbird, an astronaut, and a Mm -hmm. dog. I just got chills. (laughs) The lines. So there's a bunch of them that are just straight lines. One of them is over 80 miles long. In June 2019, three Japanese researchers were able to classify or reclassify some of the bird depictions as specific birds that are native to Peru based on specific traits that were depicted in the the geoglyphs. The hummingbird is actually a hermit, which is a species of hummingbird native to a more northern region of Peru, not necessarily the desert, but still close by-ish. Two of the other birds were identified as pelicans, That's a very distinguishable bird. Yes, yes. yes, That's really cool. But they were able to look at um, different features on the drawings. So the tail, the size of the beak, its feet, things like that. And they were able to actually figure out that some of them are native to Peru. But there were 13 bird depictions that were studied that were not able to be identified as native to Peru. Native to, like, us at all, though? So... Yes, it okay. says um, leading this led scientists to think that these birds were once native to Peru but are now extinct, or they just weren't drawn accurately, mm-hmm. or they may have been exotic birds from another part of the world. Oh. But archaeologists believe they obviously had some significance to the Nazca people. Mm-hmm. And then it gets really weird, weirder. In November 2019, scientists announced that since 2004, 143 more designs were discovered. Wow. A fish, a humanoid, a snake eating a person, and a dinosaur, which they're calling a rat. uh, We'll have to look at it together, but it does not look like a rat. It's a straight dinosaur. All right. So who's the – people are probably going to come at me for this, but who's the rat in Ninja Turtles? Splinter? Mm -hmm. All right. If it's like looks like Splinter, then maybe I could see. It doesn't look anything like a rat. It looks like a brontosaurus. (laughs) Like a cartoony brontosaurus. That's awesome. Yeah. So – which is weird because dinosaurs and humans didn't live together, right? Right. right. Supposedly. And and this is a new – one 
this, this is, is a it's new, not newer. a new one, but it's newly discovered. discovered. Yes. Okay. I see. Yes. Because the elements, um, oh. a lot of them are getting covered up. There's squatters in the area too. There's roads that get put in. So there's a ton that were just not, not found. Not found right. until recently. Okay. I see. Wow. In 2019, the first design was discovered by solely using AI. So IBM taught AI to use previously discovered glyphs along with satellite data from the pairs geoscope to locate undiscovered glyphs. So I had to look up what the pairs geoscope was. Mm -hmm. And this is from the IBM website. The IBM Pairs Geoscope is a massive data store of aligned, pre-processed geospatial satellite images, weather predictions, socioeconomic data, news information, and more. Leveraging efficient indexing methods to spatially and temporally link data layers, Pair is well-suited to perform complex analysis and rapid searches that help reveal key interconnections between data sets. Okay. That's it. This is like the AI thing. Like this is AI. Cause you so know, I get so confused about this, this shit. Basically like, it's just, they call it a geoscope, but it's, it's satellite images and they use it for all sorts of stuff. I was reading. They yeah. use it for DOT. The department of transportation uses mm-hmm. it to track CO2 emissions mm. on trips. So you can see geothermal stuff on it. They also used it for cluster maps for COVID. Remember when they would show the hotspots for COVID? That that was IBM that oh, did that. Wow. So okay. it's got a lot of information. It's freaky how much it has. Wow. So the these scientists used this geoscope thing and taught it what to look for using existing geoglyphs already found. Wow. So it found one by itself. So far it's found one. They think they're going to find a ton more. Wow. Um, so, so it cool. found this crazy looking spaceman thing. I was thing. just going to say, which is the one that it found? It found a spaceman looking one? They're calling it a humanoid, uh-huh. but it looks like a spaceman. Okay. So I can show you it. Um I should have had it ready. But. I could have just, I can just Google it if you want right now. Yeah, Two. look up to 2019 um, NASCA, N-A-Z-C-A. Okay. Um, and then say like AI. And tell me what you think that is. 2019 NASCA. Just say AI. AI? Yeah. Oh. Okay. So I'm seeing some images that are different. Like, do you see the one that looks like fries? Yeah, that's funny you said that because one of them, so he's holding a stick, right? Do you see the one holding the stick? Um, I Oh, yeah, I do. I was actually referring to that one. Yeah, I saw that one too. There is one that looks like Frylock. Yeah, Frylock. <laughs> but the one that it found is the one with the headdress looking thing. Wow, okay, I see it. And the yeah. stick. Huh. So is it is it this one right here, that one that they found? Yep, they found yeah, that's the one that AI found. Okay. Wow. That is very bizarre. So weird. Like seeing these photos, you know, for people who are just listening, like you you definitely would want to give this a Google search for images. Um All right, so I want to get your reaction on this one. Okay. I'm gonna turn it towards you very slowly. What do you think of that? 
Wow, that's absolutely like a snake eating a human. So what are they why? calling that? Um, it's just a snake. That's what you're just calling it a snake. Wow. Yeah, that's definitely and like, then, it's more like a what? Like a python? Like some kind of... Yeah, but so what's the message here and why? Right. Why? Why is there so many random pictures? Like there's so Look many animals. One. That spider is crazy. What do you think this one is? They don't know. They think that's depicted as a headdress. But what's the thing that it's holding? They don't know. The earth? Is that the earth? Like on a, it almost looks like a... Like it should be a planet or an earth. Like yeah, the earth. it looks like an earth, yeah, right? Like an alien holding so the earth. For our listeners, you cool. should Google these, but um, there's all different types of humanoid ones that just are strange. They're yeah. just they're just weird. They're very weird. Like I'm looking here. Look at, at this one. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, there's like some that are like in circles too, huh? Like spirals. Yeah, there's a spiral, there's flowers, there's neat. so many. Yeah. And and these are not small. They're, right, right. They're, they're so enormous that somebody enormous. isn't going around with a shovel and digging these up right. to make patterns. Right. There's no way. Although, I mean, we already know crop circles, right? Like, it could be something similar to that, right? Yeah. Like, like think about it if now say, because Nazca here, it's got, it's all dirt, right? Mm -hmm. Like, maybe it's a crop circle, but without the grass, because right. that's what makes – well, the crops, obviously, without the crops, you know? And right. that maybe that is why it's, like, almost taking off a top layer because of, like, radiation or something like that. I don't know. I don't – I haven't that's seen so anything cool. about radiation. Okay. Um, yeah. It's just but so it's interesting. bizarre to think of it like that. Like, it, it also could almost be, like, a crop circle because, I mean, some of these spiral ones definitely remind me of that. Yeah. And even the spider one. The spider one, yeah, that's one of the most famous ones. What do you think of this one? This is the one that they're the, calling I the love rat. that. That's definitely not a rat. That's, that's definitely a dino. A dinosaur, right? It's so cute. That Where dino should be in a kid's book. It's so now, cute. I don't know what these dotted lines are. Oh, my gosh. That looks like the dinosaur has, like, either – eaten a human yeah like because it's missing parts of its body unless yes. unless like you yes, said the, people the have human in this picture just has legs yes and you can almost see almost like other body parts have flown off like yeah. or like yeah, he's, he's eating it and he's just just ripping them up and tearing them up <laughs> that's his head that's on top really floating bizarre. in the sky yeah <laughs> wow yeah so um wow there's so many. There's this one. This is a famous one. It's a monkey. So interesting. It's a famous monkey. There's okay. a spider. There's a hummingbird. I can definitely see that monkey being famous. That is a cute monkey. And then I'll show you the uh, one of the most famous ones, the astronaut. Yeah, where is the astronaut? I'm not seeing an astronaut yet. It's very clearly an astronaut. Okay. I mean, I could see that being almost even considered like an alien. <laughs> what is that? Oh, I know. Why is that? <laughs> that could be R-rated. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, but see, like what makes you feel like that's an astronaut? It doesn't have a, like a globe over its head it or something. It kind of does. Oh, okay. You can see it a little bit. Um, it looks more like an aura or something around its head. I see what you mean, like um, almost a natural crack in yeah. the... Um, but I mean, I would even go as far to say that, like, is it could be an alien. They're calling it. They call that one the spaceman. Okay, the spaceman or the man. astronaut. All right. Yeah. Now, can I ask? Is there a lot of UFO sightings in this area? I don't know. Okay, let's um, look that up. That's a good question. Yeah, that is a really. I good I would question. love to know if there's been a lot of local residents. You know what? I did see um, an episode for the History Channel. Yeah. It was on YouTube. Um, that that aliens guy. 
you know that guy? I can't. George Giorgio, somebody or other. He, the guy with the hair that's always in Ancient Aliens. Oh, okay, yeah. He so yes. he has a show. Oh, okay. And he was hosting he, this show about did, about this, investigating this it, this? and they did investigate people locals that said that there's lights in the sky even still okay so you're like i just quickly with it and i know this is your your thing no but that's I'm just, okay yeah i'm we'll, just seeing like lots of it. like alien bodies like i don't know oh, snap. like really? s- supposedly alien mummies and it's coming up as nazca so this sounds like this could be like a whole nother section because this is creepy well are again, you seeing this the tomb aliens mummified bodies i don't know if this is fake is it nazca it's saying nazca I mean, it's coming up. Yeah, Peru. Three-fingered mummified humanoid found in Peru. Ooh. Yeah, this is like a whole nother rabbit hole right now. Yeah, let's let's go let's go Very down. Very interesting. It. Mummified aliens. Yeah. So apparently, it looks like there's been some some scientific remains found here of of alien mummies um, in Nazca as well. I mean, I'm seeing a lot on it. And they definitely have three long fingers. Look like humans, except they're just got a bigger head and like really long fingers. And so, only three of them. So interesting. In 2020, there was another one found. There was a cat geoglyph discovered on the side of a hill. Huh. Um, it needed massive cleanup because it was faded due to natural erosion. But it's cute. It's a cute little cat hanging out cats. on the side. Cats are my fave. Um, side of this hill. So theories, why were these made? Yeah. A lot of people think that the big, long, wide lines are uh, landing sites, like landing strips. But Mm-mm. UFOs don't need landing strips. So no. I don't believe that. Um, but they think it could have been um, a landing site for extraterrestrials because again you can only see these from space how did these people draw such large pictures without a vantage point right but why even make it a landing site why not just like why do they think that aliens need to land on these images right so what what are the what's the message here right like they're definitely leaving a message right and when these were actually created i know that we're still discovering new ones but when they were actually created I know is you're saying two thousand like years, years ago. Yeah. So we got to remember. And it was over the course of like five hundred years too, which is that's a long, that's a really long time. Hmm. Um. Really long time. Yeah. Some other theories is that they're they were trail markers, which I could see the lines as being trail markers. But how is a monkey that you can only see from space a trail marker? You're walking along. It's just you. Right. You right. can't see it from where you're at. And it's like not – and who's making these trail markers? Like humans aren't, so. Well, they, they think it's human-made. But that's just how. But but how? Because you right. have to see it from above. Yeah. And like I said, there are mountains nearby. Um, and one of the things that the History Channel episode was talking about is that some of the mountains nearby look, look like the tops of the mountains were shaved off. Hmm. It's so flat on top. Interesting. They yeah. should be like naturally pointy. Right? Yeah, it was very <laughs> – I would think, but I don't know. I would think too. Um, they wow. think that some of the zoomorphic designs were symbols of fertility. But again, for what? I mean, I don't really know a whole Unless- lot about the Nazca people if it was something that they did for – they said it could have been different um, – 
different sacrificial sites or different sites for... Maybe aliens were abducting Nazca people and, and, oh. and uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, impregnating. And maybe, you know, and Could maybe be. we have some um, hybrids from Peru. Yeah. Um, the monkey one. Mm-hmm. There's no monkeys at all nearby. Really? Yeah. Huh. So, so they're not indigenous the to that area at no, all. No. Interesting. And it definitely wouldn't be 2,000 years ago. I mean, we did have the cavemen and gorillas before us. And I believe 2,000 years ago it was still a desert, as far as I know. Yeah. Yeah, it would have had to have been because they wouldn't have been able to make it if it, if it had rain. It wouldn't have lasted this long. Well, that's another really fascinating point. Like, there's been, I'm sure, I know it's a desert, but, like, there's got to be, there's rain sometimes, right? Yeah, but it doesn't affect, it has doesn't never, hasn't ever affected it. No. They also think it could be um, some sort of astrological purpose, some kind of calendar, some mm. of these, some of these, if the you animals. try really hard, you mm-hmm. can force them to kind of look like, like constellations signs a little or bit. constellations, yeah. Yeah, but. Or like, what's the chart that they use for, like, um, the birth years? Like, I, I believe I was, like. Oh, the Chinese, yeah. Zodiac, what is it called? Like, I was, like, they do have a monkey. They have, like, the rat. Yeah, Which, that's, that's clearly a dinosaur. They definitely don't have, have a tiger on a there. snake eating a person, though. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. I mean, my theory I'm going with, I think definitely aliens like leaving messages for sure in a big open canvas. You think the aliens made it? Yeah. Or do you think the people made it to communicate with the aliens? I really think it was the aliens because I don't see how, especially back then, just like the pyramids, like there's no way. Yeah, but the pyramids are so precise. Yeah. And even crop circles, of which I think crop circles were like debunked, but they were very precise too. None of these are, these are drawings. They're not. They're not are, precise, but if you're on the ground level, how are you right, making them right. meet to be so, these shapes? Like, and there are vantage points nearby, but what are you doing? Standing on top of a mountain, directing people. Yelling to somebody to, down uh, to say, right. yeah, right. I just don't feel like it's. Right. It's very interesting. Yeah. It's very, very. And now that I see all these pictures of aliens from Peru, I'm so interested, like mega interested now in this. Like I'm going to be researching this all week, I'm sure. Yeah, it's just so interesting. I can't wait to see if there's more. Right. That come out. There's going to be. It's just a matter of Or maybe aliens were living there once upon a time, you know? Maybe they have come down and and lived there, and they were capable of doing these designs. some of them are. There's geometric designs. There's the swirl. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw that one. That one's definitely, I've seen that before as a sign of fertility. Uh Um, Uh Uh-huh. So that one I kind of understand. Um, But I don't know how exact these are. Right. Um. Like, look at this one. This one's got a drawing over it so you can see it, but, and we don't know, again, how precise these are, but, wow. but that's a pretty specific... I would say that's pretty damn precise. Yeah. It like, looks, it's, That's you know, a lot of right angles, a lot yes, to be meeting yes. if you're on the ground and it being miles big. Right. Like, and what's it mean? You can't convince me a human did that, you know? You just and can't. I wonder, I wonder if the, the geometric designs are maybe older than... Some of the, the, like the animal ones. 
Mm, I don't right, know. Right. There's actually not. I, I tried. I researched this for a long time, and there wasn't. Yeah. I, I had specific questions that I couldn't find answers to. So um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. If anybody knows, please let us know. Yeah, definitely leave some comments. I'm definitely seeing some stuff about ancient aliens. Oh here yeah, with Nazca's though. Like, is that considered one of the lines there? Because if I so, haven't seen that one, but that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that looks like two aliens or like two humans with yeah. like at least like putting their hands up towards. And that looks like a ship, a ship above ship them. Yeah. Or yeah, some kind of planet pretty pretty really fascinating so yeah if anybody has any more info on either of these topics please comment below yeah please share this with your friends um because we you, don't have a lot if you have weird friends that like strange things yeah we only have each other so yeah <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice if you could share this and and yeah. be nice to us we're still new at this we're just a couple girls with google so uh <laughs> be easy yeah and we but, look forward to our next episode with you. Yes, in a few more weeks. So thank you for the blobs. I really enjoyed that. Thank, thank you, you for Nazca. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, um, everybody. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good thanks couple weeks. Take care. Bye. 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 Stay weird. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> That's it for this week. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you in a couple weeks. Stay weird. Be safe. Bye. Bye. Hey, you want to just say stay wicked weird instead I'm re- of stay I'm safe? recording. <laughs> okay, ready? Three, two, one. Stay, stay wicked weird. That's <laughs> not what I was saying. <laughs> All right. You can okay. still do it. Ready? Three, two, one. One. Stay Stay wicked wicked weird. weird. Have a good week. Bye.